We're dark and will and we are off the rail, off the rails. And we are off the rails, off the rails. Yeah, off the rails. Oh, welcome. You're listening to Off the Rails, one of the internet's newest and hottest podcasts with your host, Will and Doug. I'm Doug, and with me as always, welcome, who, William! Hey, Douglas, how are you? Hey! Holidays. I think we're back. I think we're back and ready. Okay, are you sure? Are you ready? Are your headphones connected? Is everything head- working? Is your Wi-Fi... Everything, everything, everything looks good. The Wi-Fi is connected. I'm not seeing any uh, any errors coming up. Uh, I can hear you. I think I think we're in good shape. I think. Okay. Well, let's. Okay. Let's, start. Uh, let's roll with it. I wanted to give a quick update from last week when I talked about my mom's and all of the things that were going on with her. I realized that when I was ranting about the ins and outs of all of the individuals coming through the doors, the nurses, the doctors, the nursing assistants, the physical therapists, occupational therapists, ultrasound techs, EKG personnel, prescription specialists, dietitians, chaplains, therapy dog people, magazine salesmen, blue and animal artists, all the people that were coming in and out. I felt like I was bitching and it wasn't my 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 I wasn't trying to complain. Um, so long story short, thank you to the doctors and nurses and everybody that was coming in to help and assist. It wasn't, I wasn't trying to complain, uh, the way it sounded. So I'll just wrap it up with that. Thanks to everybody that assisted with moms. She's doing well. We've had physical therapists, occupational therapists every day. She's been working out, trying to get stronger. So we're happy about that. Things are going well. So I just want to give a quick update with that. Absolutely. Thank you to the healthcare workers and the uh, the balloon people. Don't forget about the the balloon people. It's great, great, great work. Great, great work they're doing. Great work they're doing. They're doing what they do, and we appreciate it. Um, did you mention? Did you mention a hypnotist in that? Uh, in that, there was a, there was not a hypnotist. You would okay. should be a hypnotist though. Now that you you say that, yeah, I think it'd be great. That should happen. I think it'd be really great. Get you through that hospital stay. Yeah, kind of get your mind right. Do a little hypnotism. You know, if you can, if a hypnotist can make people quit smoking, you could theoretically they can make you feel better, right? They they should be able to do every anything, anything you possibly think. That's their job is being a hypnotist. They put you to sleep. They cast a spell. They snap you back to it, and they are under your direction until further notice. Yeah, I mean it's not just about quitting smoking. They can make you do some dumb shit like. Think you're a dog or make you walk yeah. backwards or yeah, I mean it's black magic, clearly. It's some sort of voodoo. I don't know what, what it is they do, but I think maybe that's why they're not in hospitals because you shouldn't let black magic in a hospital, maybe. Possible. But if it could it could help people feel better when they're in the hospital, I say Let's try it out. I, Get me a hypnotist. I agree. Speaking of trying things out, I did another uh, Facebook ad boost the other day. I, thanks to our listener support. Once again, the the monthly listener support we get from uh, individuals such as Richard and Richard only. 
Uh, we really stretch Richard. Thank you, Richard, once again. Yes, absolutely. A great sponsorship. Great sponsor. Actually, I just remember we hit a new month. I'm supposed to send a message to Richard at the beginning of each month. And I did not do that. Ooh, boy. That, I mean, that's how we lose listener yeah, support. That is how we lose it. And we are about to be on day 10 of the month. Awesome. Uh, we're a third third of the way through the month and I'm just now remembering about my duty. Have you gone ahead and taken them out to eat yet this month? Uh, I have not. I have not I have not organized a gathering of the listener supporters for an evening out. Um, he's here's what I'm I mean my my mindset is that Richard's very busy with an upcoming wedding i believe it's in may sure. he's probably got a Absolutely. lot going on and you're coming up for that right you and the missus and the and the daughter are you guys coming up to iowa well it, we, that's a to be determined uh, we still got this pandemic situation and i'm not on any list for a vaccine at this moment if i can get the shot if i get the needle in the arm count me in i'm, I'm in it to win it but without but it's, the it's shot still- it's not happening Gonna, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to mess with those Iowans uh, with the pandemic, and I don't want. So they probably don't want to mess with me with. It. I don't want to be bringing potential uh, any type of COVID issues to Iowa either. So I don't know. It, it's we're still in the TBD range. I actually just looked at the invite yesterday. It says I have until April first to make up my mind. So we have got a few weeks left. Good. I like it. I hope it all works out. Um, but that makes me. Are uh, you? Are you going? Are you? Are you going? Yeah. Are you going? I'll be there. I'll be there. Shot no shot. Yeah. Shoot. I mean, I've already been to one. We should do. I've already been to one Iowa wedding without a shot, so I'm I'm not scared to go to another one. Well, make it make it two then. We should do a we should do a pod live pod from uh, the festivities. You mean uh, me and you in the same place at the same time pod with a listener supporter? Yeah, that would, wouldn't that be great? That would be big time. Yeah, I think that's fantastic. Yeah. And maybe that could help us get some more supporters. They're like, oh, wow. Will and Doug will come to our wedding, have us on the show, speak about our wedding, and uh, maybe I should put in the four ninety nine package there as well. Sky's the limit. I mean, we've got a – yeah. I, I mean, I hadn't even thought about that. That's where you come into play with your – you're, you're a visionary, and uh, I think that that's a great idea, and uh, whew, I can't wait. Yeah, I'm excited now. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. Well, I'm pumped. speaking of okay. being pumped, well, I, no, go ahead. Did, uh, yeah. I, I, go ahead. I, I mentioned briefly that I had boosted, I had used the uh, listener support funds that we get, our monthly uh, listener support financing uh, and I, I took an opportunity to boost another one of our Facebook posts um, for Off the Rails with Will and Doug on the Facebook group. Once again, that's Facebook group Off the Rails with Will and Doug. And so on March the 6th, Saturday morning, I made a post that says, here's a little something to listen to while going on that Saturday drive, comma, making that Saturday brunch or lunch, period, whatever your reason is. We appreciate it. Cheers to the weekend. And I decided to do a, a boost. I was like, well, let's do a just a little two-day boost to see what comes of it. I spent five dollars 
for a two-day boost, and I've got the results. The analytics. I'm excited. <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous, and forget I was going to drop an F-bomb. I'm going <laughs> to try not to use the F-word. I'm trying to not be so profane, but fuck Facebook. They hit an absolute joke. Uh, $5 spent over two days. I boosted the post. Here are the analytics from that post. Let me actually back up a quick second, and let's see. So when you go to boost a post, let me just uh-huh. do one right now. Boost post. When you boost, it asks you who's the audience that you're trying to reach. And the audience details that it provides me with are uh, – Location, living in the United States, age 18 to 65 plus. Now, we can we can adjust that, which I just realized. We can say, well, that's too old or that's too young. We can narrow down the age range, but why do that? So 18 to 65, and then where is the there is an option to ask you who you want to reach are you looking for oh i texted it to you do you want to get people that will click on the link do you want people that will that will will respond uh with a verbal message like it asks you all these different things that you want to who do you want to reach with your post I selected, I wanted individuals that would actually click on the link and do the, uh, the post. That doesn't seem to be what we got at all. Um, boy, oh boy, I'm trying to get out of it. Facebook locks you in. I'm, I, I decided to do a new post to see what the options are. They won't let me out. My God, they're basically saying, all right, Doug, you clicked on it. Give us some money, motherfucker. We're not going to let you get out of this. Good God, I've got to close the whole page. They won't even let me close the page. Facebook is a they're, – they're trying to strong arm me. Oh, my God. It's like I've got some big, bad Facebook bully like, oh, no, 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 Doug. You clicked on the link. You got to do it. I'm like, no, I don't want to. They're like, well, but you clicked on the link. So you got to give us your money. I'm like, no, no, no. I just want to back out of it. Like, what? You're not going to. Motherfuck. Facebook is a bully. I can't even get out of it. I'm getting nervous. I want to turn my old computer down, turn my lights off, and leave the house. Come on. Okay. I got out of Doug. Doug, you're doing really well with your uh, lack of profanity. I do want to state that. Well, good job. Thank you. Thank you. I've been, I'm making a concerted effort. Yeah. Very good. to not be so profane watch the link mm-hmm. which I used uh, yeah. so I boosted the post it ended uh, yesterday here are the results it reached okay. 948 people saw my post okay. that's huge that seems, that seems good that seems phenomenal 948 they had told me it would reach anywhere from like seven to to one point five k, like it was going to reach a lot of people. So they they <laughs> it did nine hundred forty eight people of those nine hundred forty eight people that actually saw my post. 
23 of them clicked on the link. 23 individuals clicked on the link saying to listen to it. Here are, oh, it's so bad. People that it reached, of the 948 people in my audience that saw this post, 88.9% of them were men, 11.1% were women. The age group that we reached was um, pretty much like 90% of them were 65 plus. Okay. Facebook decided that they were going to send our podcast post about Saturday brunch and all that bullshit that the individuals that they think are going to be more likely to click on our link to listen to our podcast are age 65 plus. What is going on? That we are getting, what is Facebook thinking to say 948 people are seeing your post and of those 948, 90% of them are over 65? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> I, I could it just be, Doug, that that's kind of the demographic of Facebook these days? Really? Well, I mean, I don't know for sure, but it it uh, it seems to be that Facebook skews now to a much older audience. But I don't know the demographics, but that would kind of back that information up. Well, next time I do it, I'm definitely going to change the audience from 18 to like 45. And see what happens. Yeah. With the shitty thing, of the 23 people that clicked on the link, I honestly don't think mm-hmm. any of them actually listened to the podcast because I was I was checking the stats on the podcast, and I'm seeing link clicks on the Facebook boosted post, but I'm not seeing any increased numbers on the actual podcast. Uh, so that was just an absolute waste of the five dollars i don't know who the 948 people that they're reaching i don't like it i don't think that it works one bit will i do it again yeah yeah i will absolutely Absolutely. but (laughs) i just think it's an absolute joke that that facebook for some reason thinks that uh, our podcast demographic should be 65 plus even though this is 18 to 65, but 90 plus mm-hmm. percent of the people that they reached out to were over 65 years old. And I love yeah. our audience, whether they be 18 or 65 plus, but I just mm-hmm. don't think our demographic is 65 plus. I don't think so. But what do we know? Facebook, Facebook knows. Know. Facebook has the algorithms. We don't. We do not. Well, I understand. We can barely do math. Oh, I no, I can't do math at okay. all. But that's it. I wanted to share those analytics with you, let you know what what's happening, where that money's going, what kind of benefit that Facebook is 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 giving us from. Well, I appreciate boosting. That was good. Um, good details. Screw you, Facebook. Uh, I understand that this is uh, your anniversary week. Big week, Douglas. Year number 11. 
coming to a hit. I don't know what I don't, that's probably not the proper phrase. Uh, coming to coming in in action. Year number eleven officially on Saturday the thirteenth. Very excited. Uh, we're, we're we're pumped. Uh, Douglas, do you know what year eleven the present is for year eleven? Oh no, that's a great question. I have no clue. What is the eleventh year anniversary present? The eleventh year is steel. Steel. Douglas. Steel. Steel. Ooh, yes. What is that? Very. Oh, what can you can you give us details of your eleventh year? Have you? Okay, let me back up. Have you done a year one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten anniversary present based on what they say you should get for that year? Yes, absolutely. I, I try to do that every year. Oh. I, I, I just. I'm not good with the gift giving, so I just go to the internet. The internet tells me what year uh, goes with each wedding present, and that's that's how I decide the presents. Oh, that makes me super happy! Can you can you give me a quick update as to what year ten was? Oh no, I would have to look to see what year ten was. I I don't recall. It's been a year since then, yeah. um, and a lot has happened in the last year. I don't I don't recall. Uh, we we can go to the Google if you want, Douglas. There's plenty of websites that tell you which each age uh, d- is. Uh, now the the tenth one is a big one. That's a that's a big uh, that's a big wedding anniversary to get to that ten. And let's so let's let's look it up real quick. Uh, the tenth anniversary gift ten. And aluminum, Douglas. Tin and aluminum is number 10. Okay. So with that being said, can you recall what you got your wife in an aluminum-based oh tin? <laughs> you know, 10 years is a big number. And to think that aluminum yeah. is the, is the, uh, is the I don't even know what you want to say, the gift, whatever you should get. Aluminum? That doesn't seem like, I can't think of anything. So, uh, tin. Tin, tin, and aluminum uh, represent durability and flexibility. The traditional materials of the tenth anniversary, Douglas. So that that's why tin is what it is. And with that being said, once again, you, you, even though we now know it's aluminum, <laughs> you can't seem to recollect one year ago. You got no, your wife I don't have a base. Okay, okay, that's. I don't. I don't have. A that's a little. <laughs> I okay. just don't. I, I got nothing. So now uh, eleven is steel. The traditional eleventh anniversary gift is steel, which is representative of strength. And so that's what we're going with. with nice. Steel. Can you discuss what yeah. is going to be purchased for the steel present? Absolutely. I got her a DVD of Steel Magnolias. <laughs> Okay, okay. I like a little bit of a loophole. I think that that's cheating, but at the same token, it's smart, and I like it. I feel like not only yeah. should there be <laughs> Steel Magnolias, the DVD, can you maybe purchase mm-hmm. something that's made of steel? Something that's actually... Oh, Absolutely. Yeah, like I'm sure there's some stainless steel out there. You can definitely get some gifts like that. That for sure, absolutely. If you went that route, I also got her a uh, terrible towel, Douglas. Terrible yeah. So towel. I don't know if you noticed the silence 
uh, on the other end. Uh, I, I did. I he, I, I well, you did. You. you did. What you. is a terrible towel? So a terrible towel is what the uh, the, the fans of the Pittsburgh Steelers oh. wave oh. when their team scores touchdowns. The the uh, mm-hmm. terrible towel it, it has the word Steelers on it. So I think that should I think that would be great as well. Steelers. Yeah. She's gonna love that. Um, because because yes. correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. but boy, she's a huge Pittsburgh Steelers fan. She's a representative of the black and she gold, doesn't. black and yellow and black. I'm pretty sure that every black Sunday she yeah. plays Wiz Khalifa's uh, yellow and black, black and yellow <laughs> song because of her fandom for the Steelers. Am I right? You are not right. She hates sports. But Douglas, this is the kind of humor that has really kept us going for 11 years straight now. Good. Good. I'm glad you call it humor. <laughs> um, uh, I call it shitty gift giving. You call it humor. It's fantastic either way you look at it. <laughs> I love it. I can't wait. That's fantastic. So, what? What what you're saying is I should I need to get back to the drawing. Board. Is that what you're saying? Uh, what I'm saying is you you know your wife better than I. And if if those are the yeah. gifts that are going to put a tickle in her pickle, then I think that's you do what you got to do. I think they're smart. I mean, I think they're funny. I think that they're good ideas. Uh, I'm more of a literal uh, individual that when I see or hear steel. I'm thinking of an actual gift that involves mm-hmm. the metal, um, but I like where you're going with it. You're you're using steel. Oh, oh! You, you, speaking of metal, Doug, I I I almost forgot. I got her also. Uh, a, I have a record player, and so I bought her a vinyl record of the band Steel Panther album Heavy okay, Metal. Good. good, and she'll listen to that, right? She'll she'll enjoy that. She'll. She no, she will she will not listen to it. She doesn't like Steel Panther. But there is a little history there in our in our marriage. We actually saw Steel Panther together at Rock Oklahoma back in 2015. So there's a little little history there. Good. So I'm all about the romantic, just getting memories, you know, something to visualize a a romance uh, or a memory there and I I think that's what Still Panther will do for you Good, I like it, I'm excited I think it's fantastic Mm -hmm. Congratulations on 11 years Um, I think it's fantastic it makes me makes me happy Yeah, it's it's disappointing Douglas, I don't know if you know this as well but with each wedding anniversary there's also a a trip that they, uh, they recommend for each year as well. This year was New York City. So that would have been awesome to be able to do that. We were, we were I did not know that. I did not know that at all. I feel like in the past you guys have done a good job with going on trips every anniversary. Have you not? We have. We've been to Miami. We've been to New York City. Uh, we have been to the beaches of somewhere. Uh, Alabama, I think. Uh, we, we've, we have made some travels on anniversaries we've gone to eureka springs a couple times um so yeah but the, the last two years have, have sucked obviously covid started on our anniversary last year that, that was the beginning of it 
and so here we are a year later and, and COVID is, is still with us. So, uh, unfortunately, no travel plans this year. Well, you make do. And with the gifts that you're giving, I don't feel like there's any need for traveling because you've wrapped it up and it's going to be a fantastic anniversary just from your uh, thoughtful gifts. I can't wait. Um, I, I can't wait either, even though I won't know anything about it until you share with us. And hopefully you'll share with us next week how fantastic your anniversary was. And until then, we'll sit on the edge of our chairs, I'm sure, with bated breath. I'm sure she'll Snapchat the Snapchat, the excitement of those gifts. Absolutely. Sure. sure. That'll only go to me, though. The the tens yeah. of people that listen to this will have to sit there waiting for an update for an entire week but oh boy i'm sure they'll be excited when they find out it'll be great um with that being said i do want to quickly say happy birthday to my mom tomorrow's my mom's birthday her birthday is well happy birthday um so she's gonna have an exciting day of doing nothing in the house i got her what did you uh what'd you get her your, your mom for her birthday um i got her a card uh, the card is very basic. I think it says on the outside, uh, uh, happy birthday. And on the inside, it says, this is your card. I think, I think okay. that's what it says. Okay. I will of course write some beautiful words of love and, and yes. all of that good stuff on the inside. Um, and I also got her some cheesecake. That's the extent of it. I will get her some lottery scratch offs okay. cause that's what she likes to do, mm-hmm. but that's the extent of that. So happy birthday to mother. 310 tomorrow is her birthday. Your anniversary is on the 13th. It's an exciting month of March. Um, Speaking of exciting things, I believe we've got an update on your beautiful daughter, Pearl. Yes, my beautiful daughter, Pearl, who also is turning one on March 24th this month. Another March occasion. Uh, so happy birthday to my daughter uh, coming up here in a few weeks. We're very excited. I'm being told from the wife that one is a really big deal um, that we had to go all out. Um, so I'm excited to see how we will do that and what will. But you happen. don't currently. We have you don't currently have a clue as to what that's going to be. Oh, the the wife has plenty of ideas. She she. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're going with the uh, giraffe. A giraffe, a giraffe, a giraffe theme. Uh, the pearl seems to enjoy giraffes. That makes her laugh quite a bit. So there'll be some giraffes in there. Uh, I was thinking of doing like an office style theme myself with like a, a sign that says it is your birthday period. I just thought that would be funny and maybe do my own Dwight impression. I don't think Pearl would get most of that though. So that would be sure. for my own amusement. Um, but apparently there's, there's some other things. Uh, Pearl doesn't have a lot of human interaction with the COVID. She's only met like six adults in her entire life. So it's going to be a small gathering uh, for her birthday. But uh, I guess we're going to do it up, uh, make it as good and as great as possible. As but isn't that first birthday and maybe the second and third uh, really more for the parents and those that are around? Because, I mean, do you remember your first birthday? No, I don't know what year I would think I remember. I, I first, I, I it had to be around year five, right? Five or six, somewhere in that area, uh, when you start sending the cards out to people and their themed cards. And you're back in those days, you'd be going to like an arcade or maybe a Chuck E. Cheese pizza 
Um, but definitely, I, I definitely don't recall anything about one, two, or three. So I, I would certainly state it is definitely a birthday for the parents. Instead of yeah, the which <laughs> I mean, I'm not a I'm not a parent, and it's probably for the best because uh, I just I think it's silly. I think that uh, I you know what it does. I don't want to say. It. I just I've never understood the parents that go all out for the first birthday like. If we weren't in a pandemic and you guys were out seeing people and mingling and, and all of that stuff, I mean, let's be honest, this first birthday would probably be the kind of thing where you guys went somewhere, you rented a room, you had a, you know what I mean? You, you had a, a big party uh-huh. that involved your friends, kids and your yeah. friends and all of that stuff. And the kid doesn't have a clue what's going on and they're not going to remember it uh, come the next year. But parents go all out for that first birthday as you said your wife said it's a big birthday when it's really kind of all for not but it's not for not because it's a memory for the parents right that's what it is yo i think you're right i think it's a momentous occasion to get it to that one year for both parents because that that first year is scary douglas it's chaotic uh it's boy it is it's a scary year, Doug. Uh, so we're happy that we've made it. So I do think it is mainly for the parents with the with the baby being the, the, the background, basically, like the reason for the birthday. But ultimately, you're just celebrating the fact that you survived the year. And it looks like we can properly. Yeah, no, I get it. Part. Now that I say it out loud, it makes complete and total sense. So I prior to stating that in my mind, it was dumb. It didn't make sense. But now that I said it out loud, I I get it. I understand you're right because you don't know how to be a parent. You know what I mean? Like new, new parents don't really, there's no handbook or you know what? There probably are, handbooks, but nobody. Well, well, hold on. <laughs> there, there are a hundred yeah. handbooks. I just yeah. I want to be yeah. very clear on that. You can, there's so much data and information out there. So just uh, for parent, for soon to be parents, please know, don't listen to Douglas there. I, yeah, I know. I realized books. after I said it, there are a ton of handbooks, but nobody really gets the handbook. We think we know what we're doing because we're human and we were raised and we know people that raised kids. But when it comes down to it, like you said, this first year is crazy. You're learning what's going to work for your child, what works for you and your wife, who's going to be up, when they're going to wake up, what's going on. So, yeah, it's a milestone. I get it. Go big. Go big. It's the first birthday. You guys made it a year. The child's still alive. Hopefully it's thriving and you guys are thriving. And I I get it. Uh, I didn't before I said it, but that's why you say things out loud. You kind of talk it through. It makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. So, Douglas, away from that, I wouldn't even, I wasn't really even meaning to go to the birthday conversation. I was going to state that this past week, Pearl has started clapping. We've been trying to get her to clap for months now because we are big clappers in the family when it comes to music. And she's finally figured it out. She started clapping within the last week. It's very exciting. She loves it now. We clap to everything. Um, it's one of, uh, it's, it's, I think, well, I don't know, La- her, hearing her laughing was a pretty awesome moment, uh, but clapping is a close second. I, I've enjoyed both of them. I think that's fantastic. I didn't know you guys were big clappers. I, oh, I love to clap. You get me a good song, Douglas, I'm clapping. I'm a clapper. 
what come from a clapping? Can I give it? Can you give yeah, me an example of a, what is a good song that leads you to clapping? And are you obviously you're clapping to the beat? It's not like an applause. You're saying you're a you're a beat clapper. Well, yeah, I'm a big clapper because my parents are big clappers. If you ever been to a concert with my parents, my parents clap through the entire damn concert. It will drive you insane. But that's it's it's been handed down to me. Now I'm a clapper just to clap. I'll tell you, uh, one of the biggest bands that we love to clap to because uh, their lead singer is also a gigantic clapper is Cage the Elephant. Uh, the Cage the Elephant lead singer, that man loves to clap at a concert and it's infectious and we clap along with him. So uh, I can't state that there's just a specific song out there. I mean, you you can clap to every single song because I believe they have a what they call a tracking which is like a clap track but it's probably not called a clap track i'd have to ask shane about that technical term but there's some type of tracking where you know you're, you're clapping to a beat and then there's you, you know you clap in all different ways and styles and yeah we're, we're big on clapping Doug. no I'm that's exciting i'm that's good to know I, I didn't i didn't realize that that was a thing that people were big clappers i don't now I feel like I got to step my clap game up. I'm wondering if I'm a clapper. I don't think I'm a clapper. I think the only time I clap is when we clap here on the pod with the occasional with the occasional clap. Other than that, I can't think yeah. of a time I've clapped outside of this studio. Wow. So you're, you're not a clapper. I was thinking of click track, by the way. Click track was what I was thinking of, not clap trap. So that's a, that's a tongue tire uh, for me there. So, yes, we love the clapping, and watching Pearl clap is a joy to the life. She's also big on the head nod. She's really getting huge on the head nod. Uh, I think she's starting to get that down pretty like good, a, uh, which I like. Like a rhythmic like, head uh, nod? Uh, like a, to, the, to, the, to the beat, to the music head nod? No, like she does do that, but also I was thinking more oh, of oh, the, like, nice. what's up? Nice. See, that's fantastic. Yeah. That's the yeah. joy of being a parent. Is those little things realizing that your daughter is now picked up on the family clapping? She's a head nodder and that she's laughing. I think that's fantastic. I love every second of it. I think it's great. Uh, and also, I need to step my clapping up. Do you think that the, a day goes by that you don't yes. clap? Oh, I clap that's, every, day, that's, every day. That's just great. That's, do you think that you make a, a a conscious effort to make sure you get some clapping in on a daily basis, or you're just such an inherent clapper that there is going to be a time during the day where you clap, and it's not something that you have to think of. It just comes naturally to you. I, I'm not a conscious clapper. I do not go through the day and think to myself, I have not clapped today, so let me clap now. I'm just in, uh, I'm a natural clapper, and so it it just happens through the day. That's why, like you stated on the show, when we've announced stuff, you I've are gone to the clap. You are quick instantly clap. gone to the clap. I mean, who who doesn't love a yeah? I'm quick to the clap, Doug. Who doesn't love a good clap? Everybody loves a good clap. Who doesn't Let's like clap. to be applauded, Douglas? Yes, exactly. Everybody loves to be applauded. I couldn't agree Douglas. more. Ah. I love it. That's it's infectious, like you said. It really is, and it, it not only does it make the uh, the clappers happy, it makes the people being clapped for. Very oh, for happy. sure. Who doesn't? For sure, the clapping, you clapping, like you said, 
it feels good to clap for somebody, but absolutely, those that are receiving the applause, how is that not going to make you feel good? Man, I'm kind of... It's better. It's better. It's better than a boo, Doug. Better than a boo. Is that that's the thing you've been saying for a while? Is it? It's it's better better than than a boo. boo. Do you have a bumper sticker that says it's better than a boo? Don't you? Back on yeah, back on the uh, all the old the uh, escape I got a little better than a boo. Uh, bumper sticker. Why don't we have bumper stickers and shirts for sale that say better than a boo? Well, Off the rose, we should probably get into that. It's better than a boo. Better than a boo. <laughs> I think we got something. Let's make it happen. Ooh, ooh, we got any bumper sticker people out there? The, look at that. It's the clap. It's the clapping, Doug. Speaking of clapping, I don't. I have a feeling that after I bring up the next subject, it's not worthy of a clap. Because word on the streets, you've quit going to the gym. I quit the gym, Douglas. It was it was time. I I didn't get to the success that I've wanted. I've been part of the gym no matter what city I live in for decades now, but I'm just not getting anywhere with it. And I finally just decided I've been working from home for a decade now, a decade, Douglas. And at some point I'm going to get myself to work out from home. So in order to get me started with that, I'm, I, I decided, fuck it. I'm wasting money with this gym membership, especially during the COVID time. Quit the gym. I'm done officially. Real quickly, if I could get you to watch your language, that was pretty. I didn't expect that from you. You dropped. Oh, I'm sorry. You dropped one f bomb. I didn't expect that. It came a little unexpectedly. Uh, We're trying to clean up the podcast. Let's watch your language. You're getting out of control. Um. So you. So yeah. So we're blaming the pandemic for this lack of gym, right? So because you were going to the gym daily, you were big on the on the cycling on the on the bicycling on the that's on the that's called something what's that where you ride on the bicycle spin you were huge on the spin Spin class class. you were right spinning against other people you were winning loved it your spins and you were doing great with the thing so we're blaming the pandemic right is that what this is all boiling down to if it wasn't for the pandemic you'd still be gymming and spinning on a daily gymming spinning and uh sweat boxing weren't you having please sweat box conversation yeah the the spin class the spin class was in a little studio 30 bikes 30 people it was always full um loud music uh 45 minutes to an hour of spin and you came out just sweating all over it was like an outstanding workout and i've missed it greatly uh, it's been done. They do not do spin classes anymore, full class for the last year. And I just haven't been able to get myself consistently to the gym because one, uh, nobody at the gym wears mask. Um, and that concerns me. And then spinning in that room by myself just isn't the same as spinning in the room with uh, 30 different people uh, with an instructor telling you what to do. So I finally just decided I'm wasting money at this point. I've also, I, I gained 30 pounds over the winter time, Douglas, from, so that was a, that was a struggle as well. So I finally just I did you I give it a quit. Did you clap retired at the gym when spinning? Oh yeah, you always ended the day with a, with a good clap. 
because it was a good spin, the entire the studio would definitely clap it out. But you also clapped. Uh, some of our teachers like to clap during songs. Or we'd clap it out, get that energy going in the in the space. Nice. Absolutely. All right. Well, how long can I ask? How long were you were you paying for your gym membership and not going to the gym? For the last year, for the last year, uh, yeah, the, the pandemic. But I mean, I was I was gone, but it wasn't like uh, four or five times a week. It was more like four or five times a month I was going. So in spin spending a full membership. And I don't know why the membership hasn't gone down during this COVID time because they don't offer like half of the stuff that they used to offer before the pandemic. I don't know why there wasn't a price difference there, but there wasn't. Um, and so I finally decided, look, it's a waste of money at this point. So it's a fantastic gym. I love the gym. It's a great place. Uh, when it was crowded and, and the energy was flowing and you had classes going in all the different studios, great place to be super energy, but uh that's not, it's no longer so you have a COVID. game plan? You've got a game plan for home home gymming? I purchased myself a spin bike in the last two weeks, Douglas. So I'm going to start my own spin right. garage studio by myself. All right. I yeah. like it. Yeah. Clap that up. I've, I've talked to the wife. I would like to get a light system in the garage with it, and I would like a better stereo setup in the garage. Uh, she doesn't seem real supportive of those particular ideas, uh, but those are those are, those are to be determined. We'll see what happens in the in the future with that. But I, I got a, I got a membership to the Apple Fitness. They have spin classes on the Apple Fitness. It's free for three months, and then it's nine ninety nine after that. Uh, we'll see if I need it after the the free period. Um, but I've, I've done a couple of the classes so far, and I like the classes. They have rock music options, which uh, was not an option at my gym. Uh, we listened to pop music mostly, but it was fine because it was very loud. Uh, I've enjoyed the, the few classes that I've done so far. So I'm, I'm in it to win it at the home, and I'm trying to get myself to be a consistent at-home workout participant. What uh, what uh, I had a question. Um Lighting. You mentioned lighting. What are you referring to? Or is it a light system that changes with the pedaling, with the beat, with the what kind of fan lighting? Oh, changes changes with the beats. You have that the Change, changes with the beats. So it, it it goes on how the yes the the gym had a spin studio uh, with a light set up as well to go with the with the music. Well, that's exciting. I mean, I hope you get it all situated. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, well, I will well, sure to keep you updated as long as you keep your pod studio updated. I'll keep my gym studio updated, garage slash garage updated as well for future months. I'm sure our listeners will be. Oh, just wait. In just waiting for the next week to find out what's going on with Will's home garage cycling gym. Um, which which leads me to our next topic of things that the, the audience is just probably waiting for an update on. Uh, you had a question about some sort of updates, did you not? I did, Doug. Uh, one of my favorite segments of any type of show, um, whether it's sports-related, music-related, political-related, is a segment called Where Are They Now? I know you're familiar with this, Douglas. We hear about some people or maybe some stories. Mari does this as well, Mari Povich, uh, to, of, of uh, previous guests, previous stories that we touched on 
we go back, we get an update. On I, what I concur. I am an absolute huge fan of Where Are They Now? In all aspects of, of, of life, I love Where Are They Now? So, so go ahead. You had a, a Where Are They Now question. Let me, let, me, let me answer it. Go ahead. Shoot. Yeah. So, okay. Back in December, you had mentioned a story in Lincoln about a fella who was in jail. He had been granted parole, but he ended up escaping jail. And we had some theories. You thought it had to do with a girl. Uh, That was the reason why he would get out. My thought process that he escaped because he did not want to be out on parole. He wanted to stay in jail. So he he escaped with the intention of getting caught. Do you have an update? That's a great question. I do have an update of where that individual is now. He is back in the system, in the uh, prison system. He was caught last week, I believe. I tried to find uh, an update on him. I don't, it's not on the, it's not on my 1011 now website that I used to go to local news. I do know for a fact that he was caught, uh, caught in Omaha, Nebraska, uh, 45 miles up the road on I-80. Um, what he was doing, where they got him and what happens next. I don't have any of that, but I do know that the individual that left work release after he was already granted parole and was getting out within weeks of the time that he decided to uh, escape, he has been caught. He has been returned back to the, a facility of some sort. Um, but where, why, and what happened, unfortunately, I don't have any of that. But he has, in fact, been caught. And I wonder what happens now. Yes. Yeah, because he would be a free man at this point. He would have just stuck, it, stuck it through. He'd be be on the lam. Not on the lam. I, I I don't know why I said on the lam. He would not be on the lam. He was on the lam. He's no longer on the lam because he was caught. He would just be a free man. No lamb. Just right. No lamb. Free man. No longer. He is back in the who's got locked up. Yes. And who knows what that means for him? I don't know what that means. It's just crazy. It's absolutely crazy. I mean, it has to be years added to his sentence. It has to be, right? You can't Maybe you can. Not be like, back for years I wouldn't that. be so. Initial reaction to that is, yeah, you're screwed. Uh, you have to finish out your entire sentence. They probably, I would think, that they add time on for that, right? You can't just leave work release and go on the run for a month and they don't tack on more time. That has to be the case. However, it also wouldn't surprise me with things like overcrowding and COVID and, and who knows what else that they're willing to be like, eh, he's not so bad. You know, he was almost out. Not that big of a deal. Let's just tack on another couple months and let him go. Who I don't know. I don't know how it works and it baffles my mind, but we'll see. We'll stay tuned. I'll look for his information. When I find it, I'll be sure to save it, but he is, where are they now? Stupid criminal that left uh, within days of being free is locked up again. Okay. Thank you for that update. Uh, the second update I was looking for, Douglas, was that you went down a rabbit hole one night on the internet and ended up buying a DVD off eBay, I believe, of a rap movie with Eminem on the cover. I don't remember the title. I know you two got it off of eBay. Uh, I recall you snapping about it being delivered. Oh boy, to your that's own. a great what question. The name of the movie is "Duh Hip Hop Witch." 
the hip hop witch, a play on the Blair Witch Project. Is that what it was called? Blair Witch Project. Uh, it's it's the hip hop version of the Blair Witch. That is correct. Featuring yes. a wide array of hip hop artists, such as Eminem, who's on the cover. Uh, I have not watched it. It's still wrapped in the cellophane that it was delivered in, um, but it's sitting in my car. Uh, where my only DVD player resides, because I don't have a DVD player inside of my house. I don't have a way of actually watching the DVD within the cozy confines of my house. So it's in my car. It has not been watched. It has not been opened. And nor has it been discussed with anybody outside of my house other than on this podcast, which is mm-hmm. just now that you bring it up, I screw you it's angering me um i'm upset with myself and with those that have been in my car that they don't want to watch it and i guess that's on me because i haven't given anybody an option to watch it but i haven't had anybody in my car so get off of my back i don't i haven't watched it and i'm embarrassed and and maybe this weekend i'll sit in the confines of my car and watch a dvd i don't know it's got to be a good movie uh, I just haven't watched it yet. I feel like this has been a kind of a disappointing where are they now um, on both cases of the... Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, speaking of which, Doug, I bought, uh, you know, uh-huh. I mentioned how I bought Still Magnolia's DVD for his wife. <laughs> we also do not have a DVD player. What? What? What is your game plan? That's fucking hilarious. Watch your language. That's funny. You bought your wife for your 11th anniversary, which is Steel, a copy of Steel Magnolias. However, you have no way of watching it. I can at least go sit in my car and watch it. Is that an option? No, we don't have a DVD player in the car. We, I mean, we could go watch in your vehicle, yes, but we have not been to Lincoln in a minute. You've not been down here in a minute, uh, and so that wow. Not a, I not hope. Do you, <laughs> I sure hope that your wife doesn't open that present and go, "This is fantastic! I can't wait to watch it. Let's cozy up tonight and watch this movie on our anniversary." What are you going to do when she says? Will, mm-hmm. husband of mine, love of my life, my, my rock mm-hmm. and my support for the last yeah. 11 years of marriage right. and however many years prior to that that you were together. Mm-hmm. This is fantastic. You know the yeah. key of my heart. You know what I love yeah. and how to make me feel special. Let's mm-hmm. cozy up and 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 have some right. steel oats, some steel cut oats. Mm-hmm. Did I just come up with a second gift? Maybe you should get her some. You need for breakfast. You need to wake her up with breakfast in beds. He'll cut oats. Doug. Yeah, let me let me go ahead and, and cut you off there. I, that certainly came to oh, mind, but uh, yeah. there was what no I such thing as Damn it! Well, it's certainly a good idea. Yeah. Well, yeah. I hope you figure yeah. out. I sure hope she does request to watch the movie. Well, what what I'm yeah, what I'm going to do, Doug, is that I will just look it up on the smart TV, still Magnolia. There you go. You've got it all thought out. I love it. 
Huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then after that, we'll listen to some still well, banter. You know the key to your, your, your wife's heart, clearly. We've figured it out. But there's there's more time than yeah that's all it is yeah good just just know I like it I like it what else you got what's next on our topics our list you've got something else for us uh where are we at yeah we got uh oh uh, so from that we got I meant to bring this up a couple weeks ago somehow we got I know where we're at what 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 oh boy hold on hold on Uh oh. No, I know where we're at, but I think I lost the story because I think I was looking up 11th anniversary gift motives. So hold on. Uh, so in Arizona a few weeks ago, Douglas, uh, an Arizona man uh, was accused of faking his own kidnapping to evade work. Uh, so he called somebody called the police. When the police arrived, they found a man with his hands bound behind his back by a belt and a bandana stuffed in his mouth. This happened in Coolidge, Arizona, back in the last week of February. The authorities in Arizona accused a man of going to extreme lengths to get out of work this month, saying he faked his own kidnapping, bound his own wrist, gagged himself an inventive story of treasure hidden in the desert. The man, Brandon Souls, was arrested last week on a charge of false reporting to law enforcement. Uh, uh, the police said in a statement that outlined a scheme they believe was intended to get Mr. Souls excused from his job at a tire store. In the statement, the police said that Mr. Souls, only 19 years old, Douglas, admitted during an interview with detectives that he had made up the kidnapping story, which led to his arrest. He was booked and released with a court date. Mr. Souls did not immediately respond to a message and was not clear whether he had a lawyer. Going to go ahead and guess he does not have a lawyer, unfortunately. Police arrested Mr. Souls on February 17th after a week of investigation led them to treat his case as a hoax. Uh, the police were first called at about 5.25 p.m. on February 10th when officers responded to a report about an injured man in an area near train tracks, houses, and a city water tower in Coolidge, a city of about 13,000 people. Caller reported that the man was going in and out of consciousness. When they arrived, they found a man... Uh, with his hands bound behind his back by a belt and a purple bandana stuffed in his mouth, according to the police. A photo from the police department showed the man with his hands tied while lying on his side on the ground. He told the police that after completing an errand this morning, he returned to his home where two masked men abducted him near his vehicle, struck him in the back of his head, and knocked him unconscious, according to the police report. The men... Then, according to Mr. Souls, drove him around in a vehicle before they left him in the area where he was found. Uh, Mr. Souls was taken to a hospital where he was evaluated and interviewed by the police. According to the department, he told investigators he had been kidnapped because his father had a large amount of money wow. hidden throughout the desert. I mean, what a story, Douglas. This dude, he had a story, but he had, uh, obviously, so he had some flaws and holes. But wow, so his dad allegedly had a bunch of money hidden throughout the desert, which immediately makes me think of uh, National Lampoon's Vegas <laughs> vacation where <laughs> they had to go digging through the... Anyways, that's incredible. That's crazy. So he had to have... So he had to have had an accomplice. How do you, how do you tie your hands behind your back and stuff something in your mouth? Obviously, you put the, the, the whatchamacallit in your mouth first, uh, but how do you tie both of your hands behind your back by yourself? Yeah. All right. Let's see if there's more. So four days, detectives uh, tried to investigate his account, including 
uh, by reviewing surveillance video of the area and interviewing people he mentioned. Hospital records show that Mr. Souls had no concussion or injury to his head. And text messages reviewed by the detectives did not show messages or phone calls that had been described. Eventually, and after repeatedly confronting Mr. Souls with problems of his accounts, the detectives had concluded that his story was fabricated and no kidnapping or assault occurred. They also determined that the account of hidden treasure was also false. Big, big part of the story there. Uh, he worked at a car shop, the tire factory, where he installed tires and drove around the area to pick up parts for the store. A manager for the store declined to comment. Uh, <laughs> he no longer works there. So that part did work. He doesn't have to go into work anymore. Uh, so it, according to this, there's no accomplice at this this time. I don't know how he got his hands tied behind his back. He figured it but, out. And somewhere. again, the whole point it of this was so that he that did he not have to go to work. So he did not have to go to work. That, that was the uh, the only point. He couldn't, I guess, calling in was not an option. And I guess quitting was not an option. So from there, it was the only yeah, logical. Yeah, so I wonder, I wonder. Uh, kidnapping. So you're obviously not calling to work saying, you know what I mean? Like you're not saying, hey, I can't make it in today because I've been kidnapped. So obviously you do a no call, no show. You, you don't show up for your job. And he worked at a at a tire shop. Yeah, so his his tire shop yeah, job. Tire shop. It was time to go to the tire shop. He decided probably days in advance. You got to think an elaborate mm-hmm. scheme like that has been thought out. I bet it was over the weekend. He probably had a Monday shift. He was off Saturday and Sunday. He sat around, thought about this fantastic, foolproof. Uh, elaborate scheme to miss work. I wonder what his what his end game was. Was it like, well, I just want to miss a couple days of work, so I'm going to be kidnapped for a few days. Maybe once they find me, I can get some sympathy days off. Before, maybe I can get a full week off before I go back. But I wonder. So you got to think, A, it's a no-call, no-show. You don't go to work. So then is it the kind of job where your employer is like, whoa, we're really worried about this 19-year-old who probably never had a good work ethic to begin with, didn't show up. So did they call the police and say, "Uh uh, uh-oh, old boy didn't show up to his job. I hope he's okay. Did they call his house? Did he have a roommate? Did they call parents? I just wonder how it all played out that it came to, to the point where the cops got involved where they it became a case of a uh, of a missing person, you know what I'm saying? Does that, does what I'm saying make sense? It seems to make sense in my head. I'm just wondering. Yeah, but I think we went over that. So let's see how he was found. I That's right. You said that somebody that area called. You said that there was a witness. Somebody had noticed. I don't think somebody don't think, had seen him yeah, bound and gagged. Okay, so he right. That's what you said. So we've got this individual says, I'm not going to work today. Fuck this. Watch your language. We're not doing that. I'm not going to work. This is dumb. I hate my job. So I'm going to kidnap myself, bound myself, gag myself. I'm going to lay up in a populous area where somebody's probably going to see me, hopefully within within a half hour, minutes, right? I came in, I'm thinking a half hour, but who wants to lay around? And, and this is where this is in Arizona, so it's hot as Hades. 
Yeah, I don't want to be laid up in some desert ditch residential area with my hands behind my back with a with something in my mouth. And that's one thing that I've always wondered about being gagged. Like, why can't you just spit it out? Like, if there's something in my mouth preventing me from from I'm being gagged, can't you just I guess if it's wrapped around your head and in your mouth, you can't. I don't know. I've never been gagged. I just feel like you can you can ungag yourself. It's something I've always wondered about from movies and for the longest time. This is just this has been weighing on me for years. Uh, <laughs> you should you should you should Google this, Doug. This I mean, if you've been thinking about this for years, man, you got to Google why can't you just spit out an, an object if someone's gagged you? And I something I. While if you're going to Google that, now would be the point. I, I do want to mention a few things. So back in the story, the police were first called at about 525 p.m. So this was already after his shift would have ended. It was also on February 10th. So we're talking this is a Wednesday. This is middle of the week, 525 p.m., when the officers responded to a report about okay. an injured man in an area near train tracks. So there's all kinds of questions it wasn't the weekend. It was on a Wednesday. It was after already after the work day was over with. Obviously, there's no tires no open after 5 p.m. anywhere, I wouldn't think. Uh, so, it, yeah, so I, it, there's all kinds of confusion regarding this. Uh, why he couldn't just go to his boss and say, hey, man, I need a couple of days off. Uh, obviously, he did not feel that was an option. Um, and also, what, what like you're saying, what was the end game? Like, so you, you purposely are going to be found. But you still have to go back to work like two or three days later. I mean, what do you I just don't understand the thought process. But the man thought through all the details like he had a story. His dad had some gold. I mean, it, it seemed like a really good story. So he, he used all of that. I just don't see why he didn't use that for we, trying to get out of work at the tire job. It just doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> He's only 19. He's a year out of high school if he made it through high school. Uh, you got to think that he he uh, he tried to get off work. Like he obviously, I feel that he made excuses. He already attempted. Like I can't make it in today. It was like, well, we, you know, I I hear what you're saying, but if you don't make it in today, we don't have a choice. Like we need you. We don't have anybody to fill in. If you don't make it in, we're not going to have an option. We're going to have to let you go. It's like fuck. You know, I, I really need my job. Please and watch your language again. I, I hear you cursing. Um, uh, I, you know, I can't, I got it. I need my job. He's like, well, okay, then you need to come to work. You need your job. He's like, well, but I, you know, I just can't. So he, he finally felt he didn't have any, he had to come up with this far-fetched abduction. This was the last resort. Absolutely. This was the last resort. This is fantastic. Last I, we really, does it have his name? We need to reach out to this kid. His name is Brandon Soul. Okay, Brandon, we're coming for you. We're gonna, you're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna Facebook stock this kid. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna write this down. I'm gonna write this. Well, Doug, based off of your your Facebook algorithm, I don't know if you can find a 19 year old. I'm willing to look in multiple places to find this guy. Brandon, I'm writing it down. S O U L E S. 19. Do we have a location in Arizona? Correct. Coolidge. Coolidge AZ. Brandon, I'm looking for you. I think this would be, this, this could be a, this is an interview worthy of Oprah. 
that's a great segue into the next story, Douglas. Uh, everybody's talking about it this week. The freaking royal family, Meghan Markle and her husband, who I believe is Harry, uh, interviewed by Oprah. Who would have known that this would have made so much noise and been such a freaking, what, viral sensation? The Oprah interview with Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. Well, first of all, I can answer your very first question. Who would have known? What are your thoughts? Everybody would have known. The fact that Oprah fucking... Again, watch your language. The fact that Oprah (laughs) is interviewing these guys and it made so much news. I knew with... Yes, they've been talking about it for weeks prior to even airing it. Okay. Well, well, then I should say I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea people would be interested in this. Uh, yes, Oprah being the interview should have tipped me off. Obviously, that means something big there. But I had no idea it would garner so much information and so much details and so much interest. I should have known. I didn't know. I, I, I've been stunned. There was such a fascination two, with the royal family in movie. America and I think in the world. But it, it surprises me how much of a fascination that Americans have with the Royal family, like whenever they got married, like Americans are, are glued to the television to watch uh, whenever Harry got married, whenever William got married. Um, I remember whenever uh, Princess Diana uh, died, that was, was glued to the television for that. I, I, I it was just, there's mm-hmm. such a fascination with the royal family Massive. in America that, yes, it's a huge story. And speaking of that, I mean, the, the show The Crown on Netflix, like that's been four seasons of this show. And I just watched it. Mm. Uh, I've watched all four seasons this year. And the only reason I watched it is because my boy Howard Stern recommended it, said he watched it and he said he was fascinated with it. And listening to the things that he talked about, about, kind of just how terrible that the royal family really is as far as um, just being uh, sticklers to the crown like the the crown is its its own entity it's it's uh-huh. the crown above everything else there's there's no room for wiggling there's no there's uh-huh. it's one way and one way only and that's it there's no, there's no if, ands, or buts about it from from the history of the crown and what it means to everybody. There is no wiggle room. And so when you watch the crown, which I've done, I've watched all four seasons of it, it's absolutely fascinating. It's it's in watching the crown and and the ridiculousness of what I was watching, the, the stories that are so hard to believe, like I would have to stop watching it and get on my computer and look it up on Wikipedia to be like, is this shit real? Like, are they, are they saying, are they making this up or is this factual information? And then I get on Wikipedia and find out that yes, King George or whatever he was, uh, ab, 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 I don't even remember what the word is. He decided he was going to get married to somebody that they didn't agree with. So we had to give up the crown. He had to say, I'm no longer going to be the king of England. Um, and and I'm going to abdicate, I think is the word, get rid of it. And then the queen mother, the current queen, had to become the queen because he gave it up. She wasn't supposed to be down. She wasn't supposed to be the queen. She wasn't being rared to be the queen. But 
her father's brother uh, decided he wanted to marry someone that they wouldn't allow. So he had to give up being the king after only a year, not even a year. He didn't even get, uh, it doesn't matter. I highly recommend it. It's fascinating. Yes, I can see how this all played out. I have not watched the interview. Your question was, have I watched it? I have not. I watched five minutes of it this afternoon. I had to stop it. I plan on watching it. Um, I think it's fascinating. I'm one of those people that's glued to the television when this shit pops off. Um, I'll watch it, and I don't know. I'm everywhere. I don't know where I'm going with this. I highly recommend you. <laughs> I'm just so fascinated with the crown and the fact that this is playing out in real life. Because after watching the crown, I'm like, duh. Obviously, this happened. How they were questioning whether or not uh, how dark um, uh, the Archie, their child, was going to be. Like, that's one. Did you know? You've seen that from the interview? Right. So one of the one of the things they were questioning because they're yes, they got, they're racist, uh, and they were questioning how dark Archie was going to be and if that was going to be a problem. And 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 the, and Prince Harry had said that it's not it wasn't the Queen or it wasn't his father and it wasn't uh, Philip the Queen's husband who's who is a king but not really a king. Watch the Crown; it'll make sense. Um, that it wasn't them that made the comments, but of course it wasn't them. There's so many people uh, that tell the queen what they should think or what is protocol that I guarantee is one of the handlers of the, of the crown that, that had made those comments. I think it's fascinating. I think that it's, I believe it. I believe that the shit that's been said just because again, I watched the crown and it just makes sense. It makes sense. <laughs> Are you done laughing? What is it that I'm saying that's making you laugh so fucking hard? Watch your language. Oh man, sorry, sorry. I didn't. I didn't realize you were going to give me so much history of the crown, the show. Like you just really wanted to emphasize. There's four seasons. I've seen it. I've seen all four seasons of the crown. I've watched it. I've seen it. I watched it, and I recommend you all. There are, yeah. So I I will state that that the uh, the wife and I attempted to watch the crown, and we made it through about seven episodes, and we lost interest, and we have not gone back to it. So we have a lot to learn about the history uh, of the crown. Um, I I have never understood the fascination with the royal family. I will say that Meghan Markle is just an absolutely astonishingly beautiful woman. Um, she seems to have her shit together as well. She's had a lot of family issues. I know that Prince Harry seems like an outstanding gentleman, a uh, great husband. Uh, I, I the story hasn't has an opportunity to grab my interest, but it just hasn't happened yet. This is really the first time that I've had any interest in their relationship and everything that's happening with it. And maybe I'll look into further. Now, I don't know if you saw this as well, but freaking Pierce Morgan lost his shit today talking about this very topic. And he walked off the show and now he's quit the show that he's on in Britain. So all kinds of hell is breaking loose based off of this story. It's just it is going off the chain or off the rails in England. One of the things also 
Yeah, I was like, I heard him say off the, and you said chain? God, what the, damn it. What the hell off the chain? What is that? Yeah. We've never said off the chain uh, before. <laughs> the name of our podcast is off the rails, and you decided to go, oh, things oh, are going man. off the chain. Like, what? What are you even thinking off the chain? It's so, come on. It's you need to think about the pod. The pod. Everything you need to be thinking is about the off the chain. That's so embarrassing. Good God. I bet you haven't said that ever in the last 10 years. In our name of it, and you said off the chain. I'm fucking believable. Watch your language. One of the things I wanted to touch on before we talk about Pierce Morgan is uh, from the, the the few minutes of the episode of the interview that I watched with Oprah. It's so insane of what they have to do. I don't know if I've said this or not, but I've watched all four seasons of The Crown. And so I'm pretty much an expert in all things the royal family. Did you realize, and Meghan Markle didn't realize this either, that the first time that she went to uh, Buckingham Palace to meet the Queen, that as she was in the car, um, Henry, right? His name's Henry, Henry, whatever his name is, was like, do you know how to curtsy? Do you know what a curtsy is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like a uh, yes. Uh, and so, anytime like uh, the right? queen is being greeted by a female, she is to curtsy. And so they were they're driving to the palace, and he's like, "Do you not a curtsy?" And she's like, "Well, no." <laughs> like, I mean, yes, no. I've never really done it. I know what it is. And he was like, okay, well, you know, we need to practice. She's like, and she thought to herself, oh, I thought that was just ceremonial. Like, I thought you only greeted the queen in public. Like, if there's if there's a public eye laid upon us, you need to curtsy the queen. Not when we're in the cozy confines of the palace where there's nobody around other than family that I would need to curtsy this woman. But in yes, it doesn't matter. And he was like, she said, uh, well, no, I, you know, I need to, I need to bow to the queen. And he was like, he's like, she's like, it's your grandma. He's like, no, no, no. It's the queen. Like, it's not just a normal woman. It's the queen, the crown. So yes, in the, in the cozy confines, in the walls of a living quarter, the first time you meet this person, you got to give a curtsy. That's just ridiculous to me. And anywho, so yes, Pierce Morgan, uh, I saw that on uh, TMZ, the number one source for all news. I had seen that Pierce Morgan was called out by one of his uh, cohorts in Good Morning Britain. One of his uh, co-anchors, one of his fellow people had called Pierce out because he's a bit of a bitch when it comes to the crown and he's pro fucking the queen mother and all of there is that is the queen and apparently he used to have a relationship with Meghan Markle but it soured and she ghosted him she stopped talking to him and ever since that he's been anti-Meghan and has nothing but nasty things to say and so his co-worker called him out on it and it was like hey Pierce you're a bitch because you say nothing but nasty shit about Megan because she doesn't like you anymore and she doesn't talk to you. And like the bitch he is, he just got up and walked out. 
while he's getting and watch your language, by the way. And while he's getting called out saying, hey, Pierce, you're a bitch. He just got up and walked out. Fucking bitch. I think we're I think you want to move on to the next topic. You know what's you know what's off the chain is you. You're fucking ridiculous. What's your language? You're just it's the good old chuckle that we used to know and love from William. Oh, sir, chuckle lot. My God, get it together, Hendrix. Damn it. Sorry. <laughs> I know. I'm I'm I, I'm I'm off the rails. That song, it cracks me up. That it's a mysterious song. When you when you meant to explain it in a completely different way, so it's this mystery going into set gates. Uh, well, so no, I'm not going to change it. That You're cost me twenty bucks. I'm leaving it. I'm leaving it. Yes. Correct? Instead of saying mysterious, okay. I should have said news. Okay. Uh, Breaking news, but I was like, "Ooh, make it mysterious." Why? <laughs> I don't know. But we do have an update on Satgate. I uh, Satgate <laughs> continues. I got some groceries today. I didn't necessarily need them, but I needed to be able to talk about Satgate. So I purchased some groceries today, went to my Hy-Vee, got my normal stuff. Uh, I got some a six-pack of Coke, uh, but I also got a eight-pack of Bubbler, which is my new f- second favorite beverage behind. Uh, I love Bubbler, and I love uh, a drink called Celsius. They're both sparkling waters. They're both delicious. Um, so Celsius is served in a box of a four-pack box. Um, they sacked all of my Celsius. I got three four-packs. They sacked all of my Celsius. The bubbler, which comes in an eight-pack box, they did not sack. And they did not sack my Coca-Cola once again. They sacked the four-packs of Celsius but not, okay. and there was three of those, but not the eight pack of bubbler and not the Coke. It seems like Satgate is losing steam. It doesn't quite have the excitement that it used to have, in my opinion. I said all of that, and when I was done saying it, I was like, hey, who gives a shit? Who gives a shit, honestly? You know what? I do. Satgate. That's it. It's over. Did you have Satgate? Did you buy anything from your local Walmart? Or anywhere else this weekend, so that we could continue the Arkansas uh, test. Well, Doug, uh, I, I'm no, I did not. But did we already? Did you give the update last week that somebody you knew Ooh. also tried it at a different store and it worked? They sacked it. Or, or <laughs> I feel like you're yet? correct, but I don't remember. Was it Amzie? Who I don't remember. Yes. It was Jazz. It was Jazz. Yes, uh, I had an individual hmm. that went to a different store called Shimix. Shimix, it's a local store, and Shimix sacked his six pack of Dr. Pepper. Shimix, boy, that's exciting. 
And the six pack of absolutely, it's the exact same thing as the six pack of Coca Cola. The difference is it's Dr Pepper. Okay. See how that see how that works. One is Coca Cola, (laughs) and one is Dr Pepper. Listen, we're over seventy minutes. We really should move on from Satgate. It's not that interesting. I mean, it's absolutely. We don't need to stretch it out any. Uh, Let's just go to. Which leads us to Dead or Alive, the game show that has everybody coming back for more. Are they dead? Are they alive? I don't have a single person for Dead or Alive because I find it difficult to think of people uh, because I'm going to find out if the Dead or Alive prior to the game. We really need somebody to give us Dead or Alive individuals so we can play America's favorite game, Dead or Alive. Hopefully you have somebody. Go ahead. John Carpenter. I believe he's the director of the Nightmare. Okay. Uh, my first question series. is, what made you come up with John, John Carpenter? Did that just come Carpenter. off the top of your head, or did you see something that... Uh... I just I, I just, I just, started uh, Googling names, Douglas. I was, I was looking for some ideas for Dead or Alive, and so I, I Googled people who so may be dead I'm not 100% alive sure on this, but I feel like I'm about 95% sure that John Carpenter is alive. I don't have any reasoning other than I haven't heard anything to the contrary. Um, the number one source for all news, TMZ, in my recollection, hasn't told me anything about John Carpenter. So the film director, John Carpenter, who's known for all of the scariest movies you can think of, the great scary movies. Doesn't look like it. I'm not seeing him associated with Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm seeing... Uh, the fog. I'm seeing Halloween. I'm seeing an Escape from New York. I'm seeing Starman. Um, I'm seeing Assault on Precinct 13. Big Trouble in Little China. Uh, the Prince of Darkness. Mouth of Madness. Uh, in the Halloween franchise. Correct. I'm not seeing anything on night. I say alive. What do you say? On Elm Street. I'm. I'm going to agree with you. I, I trust you're. You're starting to get pretty good at this game. I'm going to say that yes, he is indeed alive. And since Which I don't feel like this I'm is correct. Was, according to the Wikipedia page, he hasn't made a movie alive. since 2010, which surprises me. Uh, and before that, 2001. So he went a good nine years without doing anything. Uh, my favorite. Yeah, Big Trouble in Little China. So he's clearly his best movie that he made. Starman is a great one. I liked Starman. Um, John Carpenter is... I'm pretty sure I saw that he was alive. Born January 16th, 1948, age 73. John Carpenter. John Howard Carpenter from Carthage, New York is alive. Excellent. So, you know what? I'm just going to, based off of that, because I thought it was a completely different person, let's talk about the Nightmare on Elm Street director, Wes Craven. He's alive. <laughs> Is he dead? Yeah, I'm going alive? I'm going unequivocally that he's still alive. Yeah, I feel like he's still alive. I'm really confident about that. I feel like somebody... 
I feel like somebody recently with <laughs> I, I know you call me out on this. I, you always bring up the time. I okay. Feel like somebody from Nightmare on Elm Street right. died recently. Well, let's take a look. According to Wikipedia, Wes Craven, born August 2nd, 1939, is dead August 30th, 2015. 2015. Wow. Dead. Well, that's oh, exciting. Wow. It's not exciting. This is such a terrible game. It's not exciting. There's nothing exciting about the fact that Wes Craven is deceased. It's terrible that he's deceased. I didn't realize he was deceased. It's just exciting that it's not exciting. This game is terrible. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, wow. Okay, so who played Freddy Krueger? His name was Robert England. Is Robert England dead? Freddy Krueger? He's alive. Yes. I'm not even looking that one up. He's alive. Right? He's definitely alive. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I mean, he has to be old as well. He has to be near 70 years old. What's his name again? Um, if he's still alive, Robert England. Robert England, the American actor Robert England, born June 6, 1947. Wow, he's 73 years old and he is still alive. Good, 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 good. Well, that was. I heard Doug, that's. That's still alive. America's favorite game show. Is it again? You know what? I'm done. I mean, how long have we gone? This has just been a wreck. <laughs> Doug, we got the green book. We got to finish up the green book, and then we'll be done. Be done. We have two and a half. Green book, go. green book, go. Oh, okay. Here, green book. Shut it, because I took notes in my green book. I got Brandon Souls, 19 years old, Coolidge, Arizona, uh, fire tire factory. Damn it. Tire factory, not fire factory. I've got that written in my green book. Um, my first page, turn the, 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 why make an excuse such as I'm sick? Oh, we already did that one. Um, how come people don't have their money or bus pass ready when the bus arrives? Have we? Okay. As well. um, turn the page. Yeah. What's the deal with people wearing goose down jackets and shorts? <laughs> We've done that one as well. One. Turn the page. Why yeah. is it that dogs hate when people blow in their face, but yet the car, they stick their head out the window? That's Have we done that one? Good question. I got, I, Go I don't think so. I got strippers are turning into house moms for support. They should. <laughs> they should have been real moms, and maybe they wouldn't be okay. stripping. <laughs> okay, that was that was. I'm going to need you to read that again because what? Say that again. It's it says strippers are turning to house moms for support. They should have turned to real moms. Possibly they wouldn't be stripping. I don't know what that means. It, it was 2004. I don't know. I don't know if there was some type of house mom situation back then for stripping 
like an OnlyFans type thing, but back in 2004, I don't really know what that thought process is. But that's what I got, Douglas. Strippers are turning to house moms for support. I don't know what it means turning to house moms. Right, that was my question. Are you saying like there's strippers that are just like, I'm really struggling with my identity or I've got some, I'm just, I'm unhappy in life or where I'm going in life. So uh, there's a group of house moms out there that are just waiting for strippers to reach out to them or various other individuals. That's the way I I understand. I have, why would you call somebody and ask, are you still there? Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Which after that I wrote, why would you wake someone up and ask after clearly seeing or knowing they are awake, are you sleeping? God. I mean, we're really, we're really, we're really stretching. I mean, the content at the end of these things is a struggle that we got to go. What do you got? One more. You go. One more blue, one more green. Blue book? I was going to say blue book? I mean, come on. <laughs> Let's just be done. Go ahead. One more. Go. Okay. Uh, can you still live with an ex when the breakup was not mutual? Clearly after a breakup. William, I've enjoyed our hour plus of ridiculousness. It was off the chain this evening. <laughs> Good God. Uh-huh. Thanks for joining me tonight. Thank you to everybody that's listened and and enjoys the idiocracy that is off the rails when we go off the chains. William, is there anything you'd like to add before we end tonight's excitement and and just quality entertainment? No, I I don't know how you're going to edit this, Douglas. We're at an hour and a half. Uh, If anybody makes it to the end, I thank you for listening and being patient with us as we talk through our struggles. So thank you, Douglas. I enjoyed it. Look thank you, William. Happy you. anniversary to you and the wife. And uh, we will uh, see and, and listen and hear and talk to everybody next week. I don't even know. I have no idea. <laughs> Goodbye! Excellent. Goodbye. <laughs> We're Doug and Will and we are off the rail, off the